Hello, this is Pastor Nathaniel, and you're listening to the Edda Talk for the Eddie Walk Podcast. Here you'll find messages meant to edify and encourage God's people in the maturity, purity, and unity that comes from following Christ. From devotional thoughts to sermons from our Sunday morning services, my prayer is that the time you spend listening to this podcast will help you grow closer to our Lord and also lead you to loving others like He loves us. Let's get right to it. In uncertain times, there can be fear, anxiety, and hopelessness. But God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Together we look to Jesus in this storm, and as we do, we will experience the peace which passes understanding. For God is great, glorious, good and gracious. So today, without hesitation, we stand in God's sovereignty. For there we find peace and strength in uncertain times. Just thought I'd read what was on the screen and click case you had trouble seeing it. We're all in this together. Back in March and in April, back when we were in lockdown, I was sick of hearing those five words. We're all in this together. I try to watch TV, you know, kind of escape reality, right? And what would every single commercial say? We're all in this together. We're all in this together. We're all in this together. If I hear it one more time, I'm going to stick a pencil in my eye. I was so sick of hearing it. Reality. We're all in this together. We're all in this fallen and broken world together. I know. It can be a scary thought. But until Jesus returns or calls us home... We are all in this fallen and broken world together. And after the week we've experienced as a nation, you might think, things aren't good. So the title of this morning's message is, Trusting God When Things Aren't Good. We live in a world full of sin and full of sinful people walking around dead in the darkness of their lives and their sinful ways. Deep down, deep down, we know that God is in control. We know He's still on the throne. And we may even say that, but sometimes we might question, is He really? Because sometimes it sure doesn't feel like it. I mean, we look around at all the chaos and confusion around us and we have our doubts. 
But we live in a fallen world. And the world's broken. And people are broken. And we can't look to the world. And we can't put our trust in the powers of this world for answers. All we'll find is division and ungodliness. And, well, when we go there and dwell there, it doesn't do us very good. Jude talks about that. Jude. Some people, when they got the robocall yesterday, it came like as a text message, and the text message interpreted it as June. So they came to me this morning and said, Nathaniel, there's no June in the Bible. <laughs> no, there's not. It's Jude. You know, like that Beatles tune. Hey, Jude. 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 And there are no chapters in the book of Jude. It's a short letter. So let's pick it up in verse 17. Verse 17 says this, But dear friends, remember what the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ foretold. Let me pause there. Jude is talking about what Paul and Peter foretold. And just so we remember what Peter foretold, I'm just going to flip back a few pages to 2 Peter chapter 3. And read to you verses 1 through 5. It's funny. Jude, the half-brother of Jesus, and Peter, the apostle, they kind of use the same language. What we read in Jude, Jude said, Dear friends, and we go to Peter, 2 Peter chapter 3, and how does he start chapter 3? Dear friends, this is now my second letter I've written to you. I've written both of them as reminders to stimulate you to wholesome thinking. I want you to recall the words spoken in the past by the holy prophets and the command given by our Lord and Savior through the apostles. First of all, you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, where is his coming, he promised. Ever since our fathers died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. But they deliberately forget that long ago, by God's word, the heavens existed and the earth was formed out of water and by water. Do you think our culture has forgotten that? That he created everything out of water and by water? We explain it science. Put our faith in science. But who created science? That's what we believe. Anyway. Go back to Jude. Jude goes on to write this. Actually, let's go to verse 17. Dear friends, remember what the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ foretold. They said to you, in the last time there will be scoffers who will follow their own ungodly desires. And you know what? Their perverted desires dictate right and wrong. Do we hear much of that in the world? 
But their ideas of right and wrong are messed up because they're not based on God's truth. Hence the confusion. Hence the lies. These are the men who divide you. And let me speak frankly. Democrats divide and Republicans divide. It's a mess. Not all of them, but both sides Nobody's innocent. These are the people who divide you, who merely follow natural instincts and do not have the Spirit. This is starting to explain a lot, isn't it? But you, dear friends, build yourselves up in your most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you eternal life. Be merciful to those who doubt. Snatch others from the fire and save them to show mercy, mixed with fear, hating even the clothing stained by corrupted flesh. To Him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before His glorious presence without fault and with great joy. To the only God our Savior be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages, now and forevermore. Amen. So how do we keep trusting God when things aren't good? Well, Paul, we get, I preach from Paul's letters so much, I said Paul. Jude, Jude, gives us the answer. First thing he tells us is focus on keeping yourself in God's love. And the word that Jude uses there, the Greek word for keeping, is terasate. It's written in the Greek tense that emphasizes a sense of urgency. It's urgent that we keep ourselves in God's love. Keep ourselves in God's love. By building yourselves up in the most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit. This might not come as much of a surprise. But let's say it. The major news networks, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, all of them, social media, Hollywood, do not have much that will build up your most holy faith. None of those outlets focus on bringing out the good. What they do do, and I know I said do do, what they do do is inform us of how the ungodly are following their ungodly desires. And I'm not saying we shouldn't be informed, 
But what, what I am saying is that absorbing a large diet of that information will build your fear instead of your faith. We need you to be mindful to the voices we're listening to. The voices we listen to matter. You go back to David and Goliath. And Israel's army. We see them right there on the battlefield and they're scared. These, God's people, they got God on their side. It's His army and they're afraid. Because every day Goliath comes down and talks trash. And they're afraid because whose voice have they been listening to? Goliaths. And what happened to them? They were fearful and defeated. And where had David been? He'd been keeping company with the Lord in the field with his sheep. Or keeping company with the Lord on the way to deliver a care package to his brothers. Whose voice had he had been listening to? Well, we know God's because he's like, what? how can anybody let this guy talk about our God like that? And what did he do? He was victorious in the battle. He was listening to the right voice. This world has always had issues. I remember being about Max's age, 13 or so. And we were going to have gym night at a local elementary school and we were playing basketball. But on the way there, we were listening to the radio and we heard that Operation Desert Storm had commenced. We were helping out the Kuwaitis invading Iraq. I remember, the whole time I was trying to play basketball, all I could think about were Patriot and Scud missiles. Remember those days? And I was scared. It was the first time in my life that there was really, we, our nation was involved in war. It was a scary thing. And I remember how much it weighed on my heart and my mind when I was trying to play basketball, 12, 13 years old. And then I remember 9-11. I'm sure you do too. One of those moments in life where you remember where you are. I remember what it felt like. The heaviness. And things have changed a lot in the last 19 years. Now there's 24-7, this and that, blah, 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 all the time. And again, we got to be informed, but we keep filling ourselves up with that stuff and listen to those voices. How's that going to build our faith? I mean, there's no shortage of things to be afraid of in this world. Outside of the world's problems, we have our own. Whether it's a sickness, an illness, money issues, relationship issues, you name it, there's enough to be afraid of. Then you add on all the other stuff. I have a friend, and I didn't have a chance to talk to her about this because it just came to me and 
I don't know if she's watching, but I haven't talked to her in five or six years. Worked with her at Heritage. She's from Korea. And she's sometimes experienced in her lifetime when she's afraid to go out because how cruel people are. Because she's from Korea. Because she looks different. And her son is afraid too. And then you have people of different races afraid to go out because they're afraid that they may be discriminated against and targeted. Then we have fears that life as we know it is going to change. Or fear that the future we had envisioned and planned for our kids and our grandkids, it's not going to be there. And we have justification for all these fears, but we can't dwell there, folks. We cannot dwell there. Shoot, I would argue, I think there's a case for saying that the root of all the ignorant and inexcusable behavior we've seen and witnessed over the last year, the root of that is fear. I'm not making an excuse for those actions. Please don't get me wrong there. All the rioting, all the looting, all the destroying other people's property, all the violence, all the murder, there is no excuse ever for any kind of behavior like that. But I wonder if people are acting like that because they're gripped by a spirit of fear. And you know what happens? When we act out of fear, we make bad choices. We do stupid things and evil things. Fear makes us do things so we can have control or so we can think we have control. But when we act out of fear, we're more likely to make mistakes and harm others. I look back on my life and I think of the stupid things I said or the stupid way I've acted, and I can, yeah, I can narrow that down to fear. Most often, fear of other people. What will they think of me? What if I let that person down? That's when we mess up. That's when Peter messed up. Peter got a good lesson in Acts chapter 10 from the Lord about how the Lord came for all people. Not just the Jews, but the Gentiles as well. He knew that. But then when he and James were hanging out with some Gentiles and some Jews showed up, what did Peter do? Galatians chapter 2 tells us that because Peter was afraid of what those Jews who showed up would think, he made a bad choice and turned his back on the Gentiles. That was in the midst of when they were trying to build church relations and what might that fear have done? That fear that Peter had might have caused more division among the people. But let's get back to the world. People who don't know God and follow their ungodly desires. 
Jude says, don't be deceived by people who divide you, people who follow their own natural instincts and not the Spirit. Let me read it again. Jude, verses 18 to 21. Peter and Paul, they said to you, in the last times there will be scoffers who follow their own ungodly desires. These are the men who divide you, who merely follow natural instincts and do not have the Spirit. But you, dear friends, build yourselves up in your most holy faith and pray in the Spirit. Keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. So what do we do? He gives us the answer. Jude gives us the answer. Focus on keeping ourselves in God's love. And listen to His voice. Well, how do we hear His voice? Anybody ever hear God talk? If you did, I'm guessing you'd have a West Virginia accent. (laughs) West by God, Virginia. That's what they say. No, I'm not saying that I have anything like a God complex. Please don't think that. Listen to His voice. How do we hear His voice? Because we... It's not an audible voice we hear, is it? He speaks through His Word. And He speaks through His people. That's the importance of being together because sometimes you'll hear a word from your pastor or a Sunday school teacher or a Christian brother or sister. We hear the voice of the Lord through His Word. And I want to give you three Scriptures to hold on to. Maybe put them on your bathroom mirror or on your... I'm not going to say in your car because I want you to focus on the road. But maybe... Shoot... My family knows to put something on my mirror. I'd see it all the time. Put it on your bathroom mirror. Or put it next to the coffee pot. These three verses, write them down. Commit them to memory. Psalm number 56, verse 3 says this. When I am afraid, I will trust in you. That wouldn't be hard to put in our heart, huh? When I am afraid, I will trust in you. When I am afraid, I will turn off the news. Okay, I just did something you shouldn't do. You're not supposed to add or take away from Scripture. So let me back up. When you want to watch the news and it makes you afraid, turn it off and say, when I'm afraid, I will trust the Lord. How about Hebrews chapter... Chapter 13, verse 6 says this. So we say with confidence. We don't say it like this. Well, Lord, I think He's my helper. We say it with confidence. The Lord is my helper, and I will not be afraid. What can people do? Last but not least, you saw it in the video or heard it when I reread it. 
1 Timothy, pardon me, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity. Remember the writer of Hebrews says we can be confident. God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Wow, Pastor Nathaniel, that was a heavy message this morning. And I came expecting to hear about one of the E's of evangelism. Well, sometimes the Lord changes changes things up. A heavy message, and guess what? It could be worse. Can you imagine facing this world alone without God? Going through things in this life without Him. But we know people try to do it all the time. Things around us may not be good, but He is always good. And I know we might have our doubts. And that's okay. I don't want to miss that in what Jude was writing. Jude said something there. Yeah, verse 22. Be merciful to those who doubt. That includes yourself. So don't be too hard on yourself if you have doubts. (laughs) But He is good. And He has the whole world in His hand. Or His hands. And He's good. He's good through it all and all the way to the end. Verse 24. To Him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before His glorious presence without fault and with great joy. To the only God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages now and forevermore Amen and Father we do say Amen and Amen and we thank you for your faithfulness we thank you that you speak peace to our storm And Lord, may we turn off whatever we need to so we can better hear Your voice. Because I have a feeling that when we better hear Your voice, we'll have a better idea where You're leading and what You're doing and where You're taking us. And who needs to hear the good news that's only found in Jesus Christ. Lord, we know we live in a fallen world. But this is a world you love. And we know how scary this world is. Give us a burden for those who face this world without you. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for being on our side. I thank you that 
in you, there's nothing to fear. We can trust in you. So Lord, may we be active and diligent, praying in the Spirit, spending time in your Word, and keeping up and growing the most holy faith that you've blessed each of us with. Lord, I thank you for each soul here. Thank you for each soul who hears the sound of my voice out there online. And Lord, may you bless us. Thank you for the blessings of yesterday. Thank you for the blessings of today. And we look forward to all the goodness you have in store for us in the day ahead. And all the ups and downs. You're good and we praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast is helpful to you, please rate us on iTunes or like our page, Springwater Church the Nazarene, on Facebook. Have a great day and Lord bless.